We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Did you didn't tell me the mic's wrong. <laughs> Wish the mic's are on. The time. He tells me every time the mic's wrong. Now he tells me the mic's wrong. That was disgusting. Uh, Mer- <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, that's good eating. Yeah, that's good eating. Happy holidays. Uh, Christian, I'm going to miss doing radio with you every day. Yeah. Oh, man. I know we were talking about, uh, I know we're going to get to Bill in just a second, but uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas, the old classic, you know, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, that song we played before Grievances. I didn't even know that they remade that cartoon, and uh, Pharrell actually was the guy singing all these songs. Wait, what? Yeah. Are you talking about the... um the live action one that they no, made, this like, is not the live action. This ago? is one is 2018. The Jim Carrey one? No, no, that, no. This is a, an actual cartoon, just like the original one was a cartoon. They remade it, and it's totally different. But the voices are totally different. And Pharrell is the guy that sings all these songs. He sings the Grinch song. Yeah, because I know there's a, one of the movies Tyler the Creator sang the Grinch song. The there's one I saw just last night. Yeah. yeah, no, it was it sucked. Why but, did I they mean, remake it? I mean, they remake it's everything. a cartoon. You don't need to remake a music? cartoon. No, they remade it. They remade I don't like it. That. They, they remade the it. And they added the best, by the way. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, I'm not even they, close. The I just, I, you know, not to be the. Critic, I like Pharrell, but, but uh, yeah, no, it didn't work. Here. It didn't work at all. It was terrible. So, but anyway, it was the same story. No, it was the it was, was same it like same like the outline. Grinch dies in this one. No, the, <laughs> the Grinch wins. The Grinch goes out and doesn't have a change of heart. He kills wait, wait, everybody. Wait, wait. What is this? This is Tyler the Creator. Yeah, this is the Tyler the Creator version. This isn't good. This sucks. I like Tyler. This isn't good. Oh, this one was in there You're too. You're a bad banana? No. Yeah, it's the same. They say that in the original song. Yeah. But it was, that was like the opening credits to the song, that song. And then Pharrell started singing. Uh, just saying, I like the original. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Can we move on to Mac Jones? Yeah, let's do it. So Bill Belichick addressed the media this morning right before Patriots practice down in Gillette. And right before the press conference wrapped, he was asked this question. The audio is not great. I'm just going to tee it up. It was essentially, are you going to stay status quo with Mac Jones as starting quarterback? Here it is. Bill, is the, is the plan to stick with Mac here at quarterback to the final three weeks? <clears throat> uh, let's try to be Cincinnati. And just like that, the floodgates open. In my book. Because the easiest thing to say there is, of Mac course, is our like Dan Orlovsky, you could have said what Orlovsky said. Mac is our quarterback. <laughs> that's what. That's the treatment that he gave to Cam Newton. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even after benching him. Yep. Benching him in games multiple times that season. Um, Every day he came back. Cam's well, what, our quarterback. What, like, why do you think he does that? 
I mean, I can't get enough why of this. He does why, that do you, why do you why he think? Does that yeah, that. why do you think that he protects, defends Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Brian Hoyer, fill in the blank, Jimmy Garoppolo, fill in the blank, doesn't matter who it is, protects all of them. And much, when he has an opportunity to basically like, hey, I got your back, Mac, that whole thing, he chooses the opposite. Well, I'd ask you how much of it do you think is Cam Newton being a, a vet and being kind of like a mercenary that was brought in during COVID right after Brady left. And so it's kind of like a kid glove situation versus a young guy who Bill probably feels like it's his responsibility to develop him. And in developing a young guy, part of that is like keeping a chip on the shoulder, keeping him competitive, and trying to show him that he has to earn it. Wait, does does Bill did Bill owe? So Bill put him in like the worst possible situation with terrible coaching and terrible leadership that he felt like he owed it to him to kind of make stuff up and like let him start, even though they were out of the they were out of the playoffs. You're talking about Cam, Cam Newton, yeah, he didn't put him in a bad situation. With no, no, I'm, no, that's my point. So, no, I'm asking you, like I'm I'm, I'm joking, Spell I'm joking. This, okay, the point I don't is, is that the, joke. the point is is that um, somehow that uh, Bill owes uh, owed Cam Newton like more. Right, because he put up with more, and he, he had, he had a tougher think... situation. So let me protect the veteran who was a you know MVP, played in the Super Bowl, won the Heisman Trophy. Let me protect that guy who was a who has a strong and high level self worth, as opposed to my quarterback who is probably hanging on by a thread. Right? I mean, that's the way I look at it. Like, if anybody needs like a vote of confidence, and I got your back, it's Mac. Like, that's what I think. The fact that he. You know, just kept, you know, hey, Cam's my quarterback, but he he won't say it. He can't stand there and say in week 16, after Mac had a bad game against the Raiders, he can't stand there at the podium and say, Mac's our quarterback. Why? Let's try to beat Cincinnati. But why? Why? Why not? Why would you do it for Cam, but you won't do it for Mac? I think it's an F you to the reporters who are there. Like, okay, you asked me what I think is a stupid question. I'm going to give you a stupid answer. That's the, he, that's the way he operated at the beginning of it. And I think he's not even thinking about how that affects Mac. That it makes Mac look like his job is in jeopardy. Or maybe makes I, him feel I don't way. know. I, I think there's a deeper issue going on here. Because there, if, if it, I don't think there's... So what is, uh, is um, Trent Brown your left tackle? Is David Andrews going to start at, at center? Uh, you know, maybe he was struggling. Is Cole Strange going to be your center? Absolutely. Like these guys listen to this. They read this stuff. They know what's going on. Like, why can't he just? You don't think any of those guys are sitting getting together? And go. Why can't he just say you're the starting quarterback? We because maybe he Bailey's, doesn't think so. Fourier. Maybe he doesn't think that that's the way to win these last three games. Okay, I'm fine with that you being know, an answer. Like I'm fine I, with that being an answer. Okay, I think that you, was but, the answer. Okay, so you think that he doesn't? Based on that, you don't think he trusts him. You don't think he likes him. Because if he really liked him and he respected him, I don't know if he thinks he's what the if best he respected guy to play. him. Yeah. What if he respected him? If he respected him but didn't want to start him, then you answer it the way he answered it, right? We're just trying to beat Cincinnati. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm going with Zappy, even though that's what I want to do. Is assuming it, that that's what he wants. I feel like it, it could be that. It could just be that simple. Instead of reading into it, why won't he say it? He obviously either he 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 liked Cam Newton so much that he wanted to make sure that you know he did him a solid, and he still believed that he should still be the quarterback, even right. though they were out of the playoffs, and everyone thought that Stidham was going to get some reps. He never got any reps. Cam Newton started to the very end, even though everybody knew that this was the end of it all. Yeah, I don't know, man. If they, if he's doing that because he's because he just doesn't like him, he doesn't. He, maybe he doesn't trust him, or maybe he wants him to think that he doesn't trust him, so he'll try harder. 
the, the whole con- web of lies. The context, it, it may seem crazy that we're picking out this one last question and answer from this press conference, but the context surrounding it since that Raiders game is that Mac Jones has been on the field MFing Bill's best friend, Cam Newton his never offensive did coordinator, yeah. for the last three games. That Mac is coming in with us and saying he could have thrown the Hail Mary after Bill Belichick went in the post game and basically castrated his quarterback and said he couldn't throw a 60-yard pass. And, oh, it's too, too far to throw. Like, there is some friction here. Maybe it's not as extreme as he's not the starting quarterback anymore. That's in jeopardy. But to ignore the context that there is friction here is just to bury your head in the sand. See, I'm all about fr- friction. I love friction. Why know I love friction? Why Down to get I? the friction on? That's how you get a fire started. <laughs> Later. Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good night, folks. You literally have one foot out the door. <laughs> Jesus. This is how we're going to spend like the last 45 minutes in radio. Like you're going to use that in, in, next, you, in you tomorrow's started, open. You Pretty started the segment burping okay, you like that, to the right? song, and you're ending it with a horrible joke. I'm going to steal it. That was a great, That's listen, that's true. Friction is good. You want a little bit of friction, right? That's passion. Friction is just passion. And then look in the attitude. Iron. That's all it Can is. You do that one so you want the, you want that uh, you know to some extent, but I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to be disrespected. If you want to challenge me, let's do it. But hell, the dude asked me if I'm the quarterback. The answer is yes. It's real simple. Unless the answer is not yes, which I'm not sure it is. <laughs> all right. I think Unless a certain amount of tension helps make great things happen. There you go. Right, Mr. Kraft? But you asked why he's doing this to Mac, and he didn't do it to Cam Newton. Cam Newton didn't MF the, the coaches. Cam Newton wasn't saying this offense isn't working for me. Cam Newton kissed Bill's ass Cam at Newton every didn't turn. know if the offense was working That's true. He didn't know what the <laughs> offense was. That is true. <laughs> but that's the you, you, you don't know what you're mad about. <laughs> yeah. He never questioned it. He, he just said, no I'll do whatever idea. you want. Did Mac Jones ever give him a nickname? But he also had a high level of respect. Uh, I mean, he was being coached by somebody who had a great reputation. Sure. As you, what do you think Cam Newton would be doing in this situation? Think he'd take the high road? Um. Yeah. Probably. Mm. No. Not Cam if he Newton? had any leeway. Maybe. Do, Maybe. Has he been taking? What is Cam has Newton was taking the high job. road since? Hold on. Hold on. Cam Newton was a free agent. He got said. signed at that in July. Yeah. Like he was just happy to have a job. Yeah, it was calculus. All right, uh, we're going to continue this on the other side. How do you feel about that little this last comment? Calculus. That uh, we're, the plan is to beat Cincinnati. No answer on who the quarterback is. No reassurance to Mac Jones after probably definitely the worst game of the season for him. Uh, we're going to trend here on the other side. We're also going to check in on Mike Lombardi because he just woke up and figured out that the offensive coordinator situation isn't great. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And I got a whole slew 
Christmas without Bootsy Collins, in my opinion. Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> All right, let's grab a call here. All right. Richard in Boston, you're on. Hi. Um, I I want to point to something. Uh, don't you think Matt is a little bit unprofessional? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. He's, he's freaking out every week. Yeah, he's been a little unprofessional, sure. Yeah, so my boss, if I have a disagreement with my boss, what I will do is ask for a meeting. I sit down. I get my grievance from the table. But if I do those things in front of the other employee, you think my boss will, lo- will love me? Richard, it depends how good you are at your okay, job, you Richard. Because, I hate you know. these analogies. <laughs> well, I wonder well, what if I walked into uh, my Richard accounting firm and I yelled the F word at someone, I would get suspended for two weeks. Like... Not it's not a it's not a normal workplace no. in any way. You're not getting paid like them. You're not on TV every week like them. You don't wear a special probably you don't wear like a special different editions of uniform to mm-hmm. work. Like it's not the same job. No, okay? it isn't. Like real life comparisons to what? imagination don't have. They are special. They get paid a lot because yeah. they have special talent. Yeah. And they don't play by the same rules as you no, in your workplace. And, and that's and that's not that's the truth. It like, is. I'm not being the cute. Truth. I'm it's being like, honest. Oh, why? Uh, why is it like this for you? It's like, well, because it is different. It is special. They are. They do have a unique set of skills that people pay a lot of money for, and it's not a long period of time. And everybody's emotional, and, and they over exaggerate their 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 emotions. So that's fine. So it isn't. It isn't the same. Also, you can win with a bitchy, unprofessional quarterback. Bitchy, unprofessional quarterbacks win all the time. Aaron Rodgers was a bitchy, unprofessional quarterback. He ended up winning a Super Bowl. Like Russell the sensation Wilson. Sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body. There's that. You know, there's. It's not like he'd be. It, it, and I'm not saying Mac Jones is Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he's not. But the point is, sounds like you're saying that. Even if someone, a quarterback or anybody on the team, is unprofessional, that's not a deal breaker. Like if you're good enough, you can be unprofessional. I guess is my point. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, this is an interesting theory. I'm going to go to Billy and Taunton. Billy, you're on. Hey, yeah, uh, I just <laughs> looking at if I was in that position, the last place. What? Hello, Billy. Okay, we lost. We him. lost Billy. Billy's so, no, lost. Oh, oh, he's back. Call. What was that now? Yeah, Billy, you yeah, cut out like I'm the sorry, whole middle uh, of that call. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if I was in his perspective, I see a bunch of radio injuries. I just fling it over there. And as a wide receiver, I'd be pissed. Like, why the hell are we even doing this? Just kneel it and go to overtime. Why don't we just do a Hail Mary? So I think he would just piss at uh, Matt Patricia for just a weird running run ball last play play call. It doesn't make any sense. And he said, okay, I'll show Billy's, you. Billy's line said that um, Jacoby Myers threw the game on purpose because he's mad at Matt Patricia. Story checks out, I think, yeah. <laughs> so he was so, he was so disgusted by the draw play call at the end of the game and that his buddy Mac Jones wasn't getting the chance to throw a Hail Mary, that he lateraled it to Chandler Jones so that he would run it back for a touchdown. Yeah, no. Uh, Calls are good this segment. The <laughs> foil has, I think everybody's, back to back ones. everybody's hitting the eggnog a little Listen, early. Listen, the product today. of the Cam Newton football school would never oversell the receiver like that. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That's why we should shift gears in Lombardi. All right, let's go to Lombardi. So Mike Lombardi, 
Well, here to start with this. Uh, well, friend he, of the show, first okay, of all. He had a he has his GM Shuffle podcast, which if you listen to this show, we hit many times during this fall because he's a friend of Bill, and a lot of what he says tends to be connected back to the way that Bill Belichick is feeling, thinking, uh, all of that. And this is what he said after the Raiders disaster. This team has been this way all year. They do dumb things at the wrong time. There's too many details that aren't getting handled, and they don't represent what typically is a New England Patriot team. And so, I mean, there's going to have to be a really hard self-evaluation, and, and it's going to have to start with the head coach because, you know, he can't, they can't throw the ball. I mean, let's just put it out there. They cannot throw the football. They're, you know, this whole Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, it, it, it's not working. You want to say Mac Jones sucks, but you watched him last year with Josh McDaniels. He didn't suck, right? They can't throw the ball. Like, they have no passing game. They just run plays. I've been saying this for how long? It's bad, and, and it's not working. It's just not working. Okay. I, do you want to start here? Well, listen, I mean. Because <laughs> there's a lot I'm gonna, to I'm apart. just going to put it out there, right? They, they just can't throw the football. They what? just put it out there. I'm going to say it all of a sudden. Like, oh, I, I've been saying it for weeks. I've been saying it for years. I just, welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the discussion. We've been discussing this and talking about this for the past four months. I'm going to say even, call it six months, but really hot and heavy for the last three months, right? Since the middle of September. Things were you could kind of feel that they were starting to get kooky and go a little haywire, and nothing was working. But you had the Bailey Zappy kind of interlude to kind of slow things down. Then you went into the craziness that is the last seven weeks. Christian, we sat here in week four. We're in week sixteen right now. We sat here in week four and said the passing game sucks. The play calls suck. It's a joke. <laughs> It's elementary. Everything's predictable. They can't do anything on this offense. They're doing a disservice to Mac Jones. This guy, Mike Lombardi, gets on his podcast, says that Mac Jones is the problem. Mac Jones thinks he's Aaron Rodgers. I'm paraphrasing here. He was in danger of really of, of either changing what he did or he's going to lose his job. He's not going to play in the NFL. You're yeah. not going to play in the NFL. You keep turning the ball over like he was. That's Mike Lombardi in week four being a smug Mother effort. Right? Sitting there and telling us that Mac Jones is the problem. That 24-year-old Mac Jones, barely into his second season, is screwing everything up for everybody in Foxborough. And by the way, what did he say as we sat here and did our shows after talking the whole goddamn summer about the offensive coordinator and everybody calling in don't talk about the offensive coordinator anymore what do you have to talk about who cares who's calling the plays max the quarterback yeah i bet you care about who's calling the plays now don't you don't you so we're sitting there back in july <laughs> oh who is the play call who is the call sheet oh adrian callahan can you call into the show and tell us who's calling the plays at practice <laughs> like we're a bunch of a-holes <laughs> now it's week 16 what was this guy mike lombardi saying in week four this is what he said it's not the plays it's the mistakes they're making in the game that you can blame it on the coaches all you want i think that's pretty i think that's pretty naive if you want to do it mm. That's that's the money line right there. That's, can, they can't throw the ball. I mean, let's just put it out there. They cannot throw the football. Oh, They're, what a hot take. Week 16. Yeah. They can't throw the ball after Mac has his worst game of the season. Oh, my God. This guy. What a football genius. <laughs> like, come on. No, I, I, I'm with How you. How long have I, I been saying I, I, this? I, I, I'm with 20 you. 20 seconds. It is, it is so – listen, 
I don't know what kind of information that he got. I don't know why he decided to go all in on the coaches and the scheme because they're both married together, right? The coaches are terrible, right. and their scheme that they are creating is stupid. Well, I got news for stupid. you, Christian. It's not working. It's not oh, working at it's all. It's not working. Oh, Tear out the front page. Where have you guys been? All the, all so I've been saying this for how long? Oh, I'm just, I, I don't I've know. Been say, I've been saying this, Femi, for a solid uh, <laughs> I saw it 90 seconds. Okay. I, I, when I I'm saw on this, the record. when right? I saw the headline for this podcast, I actually, like, you know, had to sit down and just make sure that I saw it the right way. That Matt Patricia and Joe Judge paraphrasing here, like, that's been a mistake. That's a regrettable mistake. That's something that they shouldn't have done. Suddenly now, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are, are like, fair game. Like, it's, it's fair game, Arcan, to pick on these guys. Yeah. Right? Suddenly, like, they're not protected anymore. Right. What happened? I'd tell you what happened is Bill lost faith in him, I think. I think this is – I don't think that Lombardi has original thoughts. I think that whatever he says, anything you hear from him is coming from on high, is coming from Foxborough. And I think that he knows what's going on there, and he knows that those guys are not considered – you know, it's not naive to blame them anymore. He knows that that's what they're thinking inside that building. And he's right. I mean, anybody who's got a half a brain would have known this the whole time. But now he's taking his orders from what they're saying so, over there. So think about and that. I think that they're out on Patricia now. So so think about that. So so it's almost like you set him up, now he's your he's your fall guy so yeah. like you put him in a position that he's not really capable of doing but you know he gives it the old like i'm gonna i'm gonna prove a wrong try right we're gonna have lots of support and he's failing miserably and then you kind of say well you know what it's all your fault like and, and you know and now you know let me tell mike that these guys suck and that i'm probably gonna move away from them move on from them uh because i need to get a like a real offensive coordinator like they're the reason and if bill is overseeing all this like i feel like we all believe he is He's responsible for the coaches. He's responsible for the scheme. Why can't Bill, like, say, you know, this isn't going to work? Like, if Bill is going to, like, okay, send, let me see your homework. Okay, check it, sign it, send it back to your teacher. He would probably say, this is a terrible idea. Hunter Hendry can't block this guy. You guys, every time you're under center, under center it's a dead giveaway that you're going to mm-hmm. run. Hey, every time you're in shotgun, it's a dead giveaway that it's a pass. Can we change it up a little bit? So maybe they say, okay, we want to change it up, but maybe he says no. So, like, I, I get that. Suddenly, it's open season. The one name that he never mentions is Bills. He doesn't mention Bills' he name. He says nope. the head coach. He does doesn't say, say the name. head doesn't coach. Say he will damn sure will never say his name. Keep my name out your But here's, mouth. <laughs> here's the one the one little phrase that he used that I love, which is because a lot of people keep coming up with these analogies, you know, like keep coming up with these analogies, what you the love offense an is. Analogy. I love this one. This is probably probably the best and funniest analogy about this Patriot offense. They just have no idea on how to set up a game plan, how to attack an offense, how to attack the adjustment. All the things that I learned from there, all the things that I believe in in offensive football, from learning it from there, from Walsh, from Belichick, from all the coaches, it just it doesn't. They just run plays. They just run plays. And they play battleship football. K5, miss. Okay, let's try G3. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. And their offensive line execution is so bad. Like, the biggest problem besides, the biggest problem is the fundamentals and techniques of their offensive line. They don't have any. Okay, Battleship I, I, football. I do you love that. it, don't you? That it's great. Cute. Because it just, it's like, we're just literally going <laughs> to, we're just going to just, Tugboat football. we're just going to just, what, you know what, eeny, meeny, miny, oh, hey, Mo, we're going to pull, we're going to do that one. They're just running plays. They're just running plays. And, and, and the other aspect, like, they're not mentioning, he's not, he keeps saying they. They have no idea. They have no scheme. They have no technique. They, they, they. He's talking about Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. He's really talking about Matt 
and then it go down the line. It's it's uh, Joe Judge, and then it's Billy Yates. Nobody ever mentions Billy Yates's name. It's like he's protected. Also, he's he's the offensive line coach, if not in title, but by the fact that you know Matt is busy calling the plays that don't work. So again, it's Bill's team. He hired them. He oversees it. He's he micromanages everything. Like technically, if they can't run the scheme, if they don't, if they have a terrible like philosophy, don't you think he would be like, "Wow, guys, that's not going to work." Like, oh, whoa, 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 let me see this. That's not going to work. You want him to no? Well, how are you going to trick the defense? Well, coach, okay. uh, we're not going to trick the defense. Oh, we're going to put Mac under center. Yeah, twenty-two of the twenty-three times, twenty-two <laughs> of twenty-three snaps, he's going to run. Yeah. Every single what do you time, think, coach? it's a dead giveaway. It's like when they put Sony Michelle on the field and not James White. You knew it was going <laughs> yeah. to him. You knew they were going to run the Isn't ball. Isn't it yeah. like a tell? It's like if you're playing and poker, it's a the tell. Way, yeah. He's by under the way, center. They can't execute it because the line can't block. So it's not like well, it's predictable, but the execution level is so high. You know another scheme where you just like just how obnoxiously bad it was when it comes to the scheme. Like at the end of the game of that fourth quarter, they ran that bootleg with Matt. Like he's some Kyler Murray with Justin Fields with a bunch of wheels. Like he can get to the outside and cut the corner and get the first down. Like Max Crosby, I don't know if he's known for like his overall like you know speed. You know, I don't think he's running a four three. But Mac ain't getting outside of him. Even if even if he overplayed it, like even if he totally overplayed it, and you had like a two foot head start, he's gonna chase you down. Like he's gonna chase you down. And he has no moves in open space. Like he was like trying to like you know move back and forth, and I'm like, nobody's getting fooled by this. Okay, but again, they run Tom it. Brady fading yeah. out Urlacher. It's like, <laughs> but even Brady, like yeah. head on, he's not gonna take. He's not gonna take a deep path to the outside corner, so he's gonna lose ground to gain ground because he can make up for that 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 space. Right? Not a chance. That's the scheme. That's everything that goes into it. It just thank you for like. You know, you know, joining us, Mike Lombardi. Thank you for you know, uh, you know, like accepting our invitation to to admit to what's going on. So I've been saying this for how long? A day. Okay, oh, five. Miss. Okay, let's try G three. So he lost us at first. <laughs> Oh my! Because he was so ridiculously late. He got us back with the cutesy analogy. I think we all like that. Very Love clever. It. Got a little angry. This is where I think, I don't know if he's like hidden in the sauce or what. This is where it gets really weird. Let's uh, his take on the matchup that was between the Patriots and the Raiders. I don't think the Patriots are that bad offensively, as bad as they look in terms of their personnel. Remember, I believe this. It's either coaching, scheme, or players, right? There's three things. Mm -hmm. Players, coaches, or scheme. And I think you got to really be self-critical if you're in New England and say, we're just not very well coached on offense and our schemes are not very good. I mean, it's just fa fair because the talent level is a lot better. Like, there's more talent on the, Ra on the, on the Patriots offense than there is on the Raider offense. Now, they don't have Adams, <laughs> and, they, and Waller's obviously a good player, but they've got depth at running back. They've got two tight ends. They've got good enough receivers. They may not be, the, they may not be Adams, but they've got depth at receiver. Like, for them not to be able to throw the football half effectively, it, it's, it, it's mind-blowing. And this experiment is, is a failed – it just doesn't work. It's not there. It's not getting any better. There's no continuity from week to week to week. It's a what failed is, experiment. Okay. This man's argument is insane. Is it mind-blowing to you guys that they're not able to do anything that they try to do? No. On offense? It doesn't blow my mind no. whatsoever. 
Reality is Devontae Adams. Yeah. Devontae Waller. Devontae Adams better than your top three receivers that you have. And you this put them is all the together. guy who weeks ago was talking about how Mac Jones was going to throw his way out of the league. Yeah. Like, going up against a veteran, you can say how you felt about Derek Carr, how he looked in the, most of the second half of that game. Derek Carr is a fine quarterback. Like, that is insane, that I statement. I don't think the Patriots are that bad offensively. And then he goes on to support it by saying, they had two tight ends. Wow. Yeah. sure do. They, have two <laughs> they do. Th- you can't name a tight end. The Raiders- it's like me saying, I've got the hottest car on the block. Mm-hmm. It's got four wheels. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's got a radio and everything. It, it is. It is. And, and, and listen, I feel like everyone who you know was kind of on this from the beginning, which I feel like everybody was on this. I don't think this was hard. I've been saying this for how long? No, I, I, again, 24 <laughs> hours a day. How many, I mean, how many other ways? It's the Raiders like, have so much talent that they're considered one of the biggest disappointments in the NFL this year, right? Yeah. Does anyone consider the Patriots offense to be disappointed? No. Like they're really under, they're underperforming, but did anyone expect them to be like really good? No. If anyone in the world? Okay, like, no there was a stretch that. where we're like, wow, they might be overachieving based on how bad right. this offense is. Like yeah. they're doing more than they're capable of. And by the way, I don't mean to nitpick every point of this argument, but I, I that, that made me crazy to say the Raiders are not as talented as the Patriots on offense. The Raiders lead the Patriots in every single statistical category that you can find on hmm. offense. They have the, the Patriots have the worst uh, red zone percentage in football. They're but dead they have, last. They have two tight ends. And yeah, they have depth ends. at what running backs. Yeah. They what have two tight names? ends and depth at running back. Oh my God. Here's the thing. Like I saw this earlier, and you hear so much about the Patriot way, the Patriot way. And another way of saying the Patriot way is you hear it like this is so uncharacteristic. When they mm. refer to the Patriots, because the Patriots are disciplined, you know they're patient, like you know, like they're smart. This is the new Patriot way. This is the new standard. The old standard doesn't exist. The old Patriot way that doesn't exist anymore. So uh, if you say, "Wow, that's uncharacteristic," you should referring re- referring to them doing things right, because they the Patriot way, the Patriots that I know of today, they do everything wrong. They don't handle critical situations. They don't trust each other. They don't trust their coaches. They make boneheaded decisions. They play hero ball. Like the list goes on and on. This is the new Patriot way. All right. We see you guys want to, you're all lined up, want to talk Patriots and Lombardi. Uh, we'll hit that on the other side as well as last call. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. Strippers. <laughs> I like that. Scouts running, around, running around Vegas looking for strippers and cocaine. <laughs> Let's go to Tim and Hanover. Tim, you're on. Hey, guys. I just want to say you call a station or you do whatever to be real yeah. and not fake. Mm-hmm. Limbody's like all over the map, man. You guys, I've always called and I call all the time because of integrity. You've got to take, you, you stay that route. You don't just go weeble wobble and talk crap about one guy one day and then the next day you, you're praising him to death. It's insane, man. And I don't know how you guys deal with it with this guy. Mm. But uh, that's it, man. That's all I want to say. Well, we don't deal with him anymore. Thank yeah, you. And Merry Christmas to you and your family. 
Um, but uh, we're ripping his podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's a good lesson. You can't weave a wobble. Well, now he's he's joined the rest of us that have been following this team and, and know what the Patriots do on offense. So maybe we give him the benefit of the doubt, especially now if he's willing to go forward and actually say the words, Bill Belichick made a mistake yeah. hiring these two. If, yeah. if he's willing to go that far, back in the fold, Mike. Yeah. One he, of us. Did he say that, though? He just said it the was headline, a massive mistake. The headline was... Basically that, he which I was it. like, well, he probably didn't do the headline. Somebody else probably made the headline. He was probably angry about it. Oh, you never write the headline. No. So I'm sure he, because when I read the headline, I was like, holy cow, he's admitting that Bill made a mistake, like a, a terrible mistake. And then when you listen to it, he did, he does, you know, if you speak Mike Lombardi, you can tell, like, he kind of filter through, like, what he's, who he's, because he's always going to try and protect his relationship with Bill, no matter what. Like, he's just too loyal. I give him, I mean, I respect him for that, but. You just get exposed. Well, if you're loyal and you're a good friend, that's a good friend would tell another good friend, listen, I think you're messing up here, man. I think you're doing the wrong thing, and I'm only saying that because I care about you. Okay, like, don't you think he said that to him? That, no, that's if you consider yourself an whatever equal you to like, that friend. Whatever you yeah. like. If you're hey, a subservient th- to that friend, which is not a real friendship, hey, then something uh, Hey, Mike, I got a question for him. I'm thinking about putting, uh, making Matt Patricia my offense coordinator, and Joe Judge uh, my quarterback coach. What do you think? Oh, that sounds very good. You think it'll work? Absolutely. Oh, do you think it will work? <laughs> Ever since I was born, I've been trained to serve you. <laughs> Let's go to Jamal in the car. Jamal, oh you're on. God. Hey, guys. Happy holidays. What's up? Um, I was calling because uh, this whole Belichick thing is just so crazy what's going on. I mean, I was thinking while I was on hold, what I really called for was that people need to just get over the fact that we're a regular team and just start hoping for the worst and ex- uh, expecting the, the best. Uh, expecting the best. I mean, hoping for the best and expecting the worst. Yeah, yeah there you But go. Belichick, I noticed that Belichick has basically lost the ability to uh, motivate uh, medium to pretty good, talented people to work their ass off for him. Like, he's trying to convince a bunch of, like, spoiled brats that have gotten everything they wanted their whole lives to do what he wants, and they don't care because they think they know better. That's the problem that's going on here. Hmm. Thanks, Jamal. Do you agree with that? 90s mindset? So he was saying, like, (laughs) expect the worst and then be, you know, like, celebrate when something good happens. So lower your expectations. So under, what is it, uh... Under perform or under like, promise over they, deliver. Yeah, they, yeah, they, that's yeah, what yeah. he means. Yeah, thank you, Ryan, for that. Um, I think he's onto something a little bit with that last part. Not that Max, one of those spoiled people, but you think, think about players on this team are spoiled. Well, I do think that a lot of the offensive skill position players are guys who just got paid a lot of money and maybe got overpaid and are now sort of walking in here thinking, well, you know, I got paid. So what? <laughs> like, I don't have to be, I don't have to buy into the Patriot way. I don't have to do all this stuff. I don't have to get too worked up about the fact that Mac Jones is over here, who, by the way, Mac knows that this isn't working and he's MFing everybody. You see Jonu Smith or Hunter Henry on that Nelson Aguilar doing any of that. It's hurting their stats too, but they all got paid, you know? So I think there's maybe a little bit of that going on too. I, I'm more interested in the point that he made about not being able to motivate kind of like middling talent guys. And like middling talent for the NFL, meaning still extremely elite talent. Role, role players then. Yeah. Right? Not your stars. Your... But that was always, you know, that was part of his cachet is is finding the diamonds in the rough and, you know, polishing them up and throwing them out there and having them be an, an incredibly productive third or fourth receiver. Yeah. And that's why I think that there is going to be a cleansing 
of this entire offensive staff and maybe some guys that just leave on their own on the defensive side of the ball. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, like this house is clean. Like they need to get rid of. Oh them. yeah, one of those. <laughs> this house is clean. They're gonna sage it. Yes, they need to smush it, like Kyrie. Yes, yeah. smudge it or smudge it. Yes, for smush for an organization smush that, it. that prides themselves on like being Jersey great. Shore. Oh look at that, look at the All time. Right. It's right, last time for last right. call. Brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car. Donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or one eight seven seven Cars for Kids. All right. Last call today involves old friend Tom Brady. Yep, Tom Brady was doing his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. With Jim Gray. Special guest, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, of welcome course, to the show. The <laughs> biggest uh, thing that they were getting into, of course, was what we've been getting into the last couple of days, and that was that abysmal final play of the Patriots-Raiders games. Here is Snoop, Tom Brady, and Scratchy talking about that play. Everyone always points to one play and that particular play because it was so incredible. They're going to show it probably forever. But there was probably other plays in the game, which knowing Coach Belichick, he's probably like, guys, these are the 20 other things we could have done to win the game right. too, which is you know part of his great coaching. Now, Snoop, that was done with the reverence and respect of a man who he won six Super Bowls with. Now give it to us real. <laughs> what do you think Coach Belichick really dope, was saying Snoop. today? Cussing them the f*** out right now. <laughs> Do your job. God damn it, I've said it over and over again. You just won't listen. Uh, I know. I know. I can hear Mr. Crab. Bill, I told you, I don't know what these guys are doing. They should have just took a knee and went to overtime. Uh, I know. <laughs> Sounds just like him. I know. I was going to say, wow, of all the uh, Bob Craft like invitations, that's probably my favorite. Because it sounds absolutely nothing like him whatsoever. Now right? give it to us real. <laughs> give it to us real. Yeah, that was a little hard. Break calm. it down for us, Snoop. <laughs> yeah, dig. Mm. <laughs> Do your job. Same thing. Spit some hot fires. I, I don't know what these guys are doing. They should have just took a knee and went to overtime. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> Things Dynamite impressions, Snoop. Things that, that, <laughs> things that make no sense anymore is uh, do your job and no days off. Tom. 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 It's scratchy to sister like. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is crazy. Oh, go Tom. off. I, I, I relate to all these things you guys are saying. Snoop. Tom. Everything yes. makes sense. That is off the hizzy. Snoop, pass the blunt, would you? You've been bogarting it all day. Now give it to us real. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. I'm sorry. All right, guys. Great right, job that's by it. you. Happy hey, holidays Merry Christmas to, everyone. to everybody. And Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah yeah. and whatever weird thing you're celebrating with your family. We hope you enjoy that, too. Thank you so much for Safe driving. Merry New Year! Corey, I've known you a month, but I feel like I've known you two months. Right? Doesn't yeah. it feel like that? Listen, listen we're not saying goodbye. I'll see I know. you every day. I'll see you. I'll I mean, see you every day. I'll see, see you every day. Every day. <laughs> you know, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, happy holidays. All right, Bye. later. Now give it to us real. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.